we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for March 29th, 2015. Next report, switching gears, U.S. caves to Iran nuclear demands. The Obama administration is giving in to the Iranian demands about the scope of its nuclear program as negotiators work to finalize a framework agreement in the coming days. According to sources familiar with the administration's position in the negotiations, U.S. negotiators are said to have given up ground on demands that Iran be forced to disclose the full range of its nuclear activities at the outset of a nuclear deal. Um, <clears throat> in other words, they, they basically said, well, okay, I mean, we don't have to know your full range of nuclear activities, I guess. We'll, we'll let you kind of do a whole bunch of this stuff in secret. We're not going to press that part. Um, a concession, experts say, that would gut the verification of the Obama administration has vowed would stand as the crux of the deal with Iran. Until recently, the Obama administration had maintained that it would guarantee oversight on Tehran's program well into the future, and that it would take the necessary steps to ensure the oversight would be effective, but they're just nothing but fork-tongue liars, so why would any of that ever apply? Um, Iran is allowed to actually run nuclear centrifuges at the underground bunker. The, the sides tentatively have agreed that Iran would run no more, no more than 6,000 centrifuges where they make this nuclear material at its main enrichment site for at least 10 years with slowly easing restrictions. So it'll be easier and easier for them to, to make the nuclear material for the bombs. Um, and that those those restrictions will be eased over the next five years in the program um and uh so that that's comforting that, that that's going to be the case there now this is this is actually a lot of this is breaking news that's going on even today okay so i just took a short break just to check the news to see if anything more had broken on this and and it hadn't so um i'm gonna just from what i'm doing now it's the most up-to-date information i could come up with regarding these uh n nuclear negotiations which is really a total joke, as we're going to see. This uh, just this report just broke yesterday. Iranian defector, um, an Iranian journalist writing about the nuclear negotiations between the United States and Iran, has defected. An interview with Amir Motagi. I'm assuming this guy's a Muslim. It's pretty bad if you got a Muslim Iranian journalist defecting because things are so bad. Okay. <laughs> It's pretty bad when that's the case. He has some harsh words for his native Iran. He also has sh a shocking indictment of America's role in the nuclear negotiations. He said, quote, The U.S. negotiating team are mainly there to speak on Iran's behalf with other members of the five plus one countries. Um, the five being United States, United Kingdom, Russia, China, and France, plus, oh, plus Germany. Okay, five plus one. Okay. The, you, the U.S. negotiating team is there on Iran's behalf to basically plead their cause, evidently, and to convince them of a deal, according to this reporter, this Iranian reporter that just defected, which would be like instant beheading if they catch the guy. I mean, you defect in those countries, and you know, so it's a pretty big deal. Uh, he, told, he told this to a TV station just after defecting from the Iranian delegation while abroad for the nuclear talks. I mean, this guy's pretty brave. Um, and so we see his tweets. And then and then I, I saw other tweets below his read. He's, here's some people that had other comments. 
and one said, yep, our diplomats are the Iranians' delegation's sixth man. True. That's what we're acting as. Uh, another one, we've been sold out. Another one, we have turned a blind, deaf, we would have to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to recognize that this will be the Obama legacy. And then another one, Obama's guilty of treason. Other headlines read, in um, off the Drudge Report, Netanyahu nuclear deal is dangerous for all humanity, meaning with Iran. Uh, Iran maneuvering to take over the entire Middle East. Another report. Another one, Rabbi compares Obama to Haman, the arch enemy of the Jewish people. Okay, so I believe in the book of Esther. So, I mean, he really is. Obama is the arch enemy of, of Israel in general. Now, going forward here, Obama declassifies secret document revealing the Israel, Israel program in an unprecedented move. This guy has such hatred toward Israel that it's just, it cannot even be contained. Uh, in a development that has largely been missed by the mainstream media. And I'm not saying I just blindly support Israel, whatever they do, like John Hagee, and believe that they're all saved because they got Jewish blood running through their veins or whatever. I, I'm not saying that. Just saying to have biblical balance. He has obviously had Israel in his crosshairs for a long time. He's a good Muslim. He's doing what his father Satan slash Allah would want him to do. He was raised a Muslim self-admitted and we're going to be looking at that further later and and he's just doing what any good muslim would do and that is a ab absolute stealth jihad against israel and to destroy america too because they're they're um the great satan and um so america and israel in obama's eyes they have to go they have to be annihilated in order to please his god satan slash allah so um <clears throat> let's see here in a development that has largely been Missed by the mainstream media, the Pentagon early last month quietly declassified a Department of Defense top-secret document detailing Israel's nuclear program, a highly covert topic that Israel has never formally announced to avoid a regional nuclear arms race, and which the U.S. until now has respected by remaining silent. Uh, <clears throat> but by publicly publishing the declassified document from 1987, the U.S. reportedly breached the silent agreement to keep quiet on Israel's nuclear powers for the first time ever, detailing the nuclear program in great depth. The timing of the revelation is highly suspect, given that it came as tensions spiraled out of control between Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and U.S. President Barack Obama ahead of Netanyahu's March third address to Congress. See, Obama was furious over that, so this is one of the ways he's getting back at them. Also giving Iran total the total ability to um, you know unabatedly probably make nuclear weapons. That'll be another way that he's kind of getting back at at uh, Israel for all the for all the wickedness they've done to him, I guess as he perceives. Um, <clears throat> so this was this was basically done for that reason. Um, Oh, Netanyahu, during the address to Congress, warned against the dangers of Iran's nuclear program and how the deal being formed on that program leaves the Islamic regime with nuclear breakout capabilities. Another highly suspicious aspect of the document is that while the Pentagon saw fit to declassify sections on Israel's sensitive nuclear program, it kept sections on Italy, France, West Germany, and other NATO countries classified, with those sections blocked out in the document. So in other words, it's just to try to be and expose and to be as much of a thorn in the side to Israel as Obama can possibly be. 
you know, he has an inherent hatred of anything Israel because he's a Muslim. And it's just, you know, it's part of their of their makeup, okay? It's it's part of what the Quran and these other unholy writings teach. You know, slay, behead, kill, you know, the Jew and Israel and then and then the other infidels next. You know, drive them into the sea and and, and annihilate them. So that's that's what they're all about there. Okay, so let's go further. Um, so in light of that, we then have the next story, Iran's Supreme Leader, Ali Khamenei, called for death to America, quote, death to America on Saturday, a day after President Barack Obama appealed to Iran to seize a historic opportunity for a nuclear deal and for a better future. So this is how Obama gets rewarded for doing all of these things to grease the skids for them to be able to process this nuclear material. Now I know that there's that there's a lot of also other proofs saying that Iran's had this capability for a long time. I'm not doubting that. Okay. I'm not saying that that everything that we're being told in the press is the truth, but the fact that they're openly admitting it and the fact that we are obviously America through Obama is greasing the skids to make this all happen, that they're actually acting as Iran's spokesman at this five plus one delegation meeting so that Iran could officially, on paper, have all of these basically nuclear capabilities. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> while Obama's appealing to Iran to seize an historic opportunity for a nuclear deal and a better future, and as, as U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry claimed substantial progress toward an accord was being made, their their uh their ayatollah their supreme leader Ali Khamenei is calling death to America, so that's that's the um, you know they're they're really ungrateful. I'll tell you, Obama's done so many good things for them, and I'll tell you, they just keep slapping them in the face. It's not it's not fair. Khamenei told a crowd in Tehran that Iran would not capitulate to Western demands. Um, when the crowd started shouting "Death to America," the ayatollah responded, "Of course, yes, death to America." Because America's the original source of this pressure. Oh, the wonderful, wonderful Muslims. I love them. They, they insist on putting pressure on our dear people's economies. You know, when I think of all the Islamic terrorism and evil and, and the genital mutilation of their little girls and, and the way that they, you know, treat women like garbage and in the killing and the beheading and the crucifixion of Christians and, and whoever they perceive as an infidel and and all of the wonderful things that they've brought to society, I think of, yes, dear people. I mean, they're, they're the dearest of dear, just good people, you know. Embrace that type of, of, of hate-filled, death-filled mindset. And, you know, I just, I couldn't have said it better. And then he was referring to the economic sanctions aimed at halting Iran's nuclear program. Now, Iran's founding document, their, their, their founding document pledges death, tyranny, and the pursuit of jihad. That was how it was founded. There's a link there if you want to click on that. Now, more headlines that are just relating to the subject read, and I'm not even going to get into these enough time. Um, one report, uh, but I do give you the links here. Uh, report, Iraqi forces again claim the U.S. is supplying ISIS with weapon drops. Okay, I've went into this over and over that we are literally, we, we not only did we help create ISIS, but we, are, we have funded them and we are supplying them with weapons. And there's all types of reports coming out all the time confirming this. Okay, So um, that was again re reported by um, uh, ISIS, um, 
Iraqi forces again claim U.S. has supplied ISIS with weapon drops. And then the next one, and there's a language warning here, it says, video ISIS leader was armed and funded by the Obama White House. John McCain and Lindsey Graham met with the Islamic State militant way back. Okay, it gives you all the proof of that. And then the next one, U.S. helicopters caught supplying ISIS, shot down by Iranian-backed Iraqi military. Next report, Obama's fake war against the Islamic State of ISIS. The Islamic State is protected by the U.S. and its allies. Remember, they're, they're trying to create their new world order out of the chaos that they're using these, I don't want to say patsies, but kind of like that, uh, scapegoats like ISIS in order to do their bidding. They're arming them and they're saying, oh, these are terrible people. We need to fight them. But at the same time, we're arming them, funding them, supplying, I mean, training them. All the stuff. Um, the, then the next report, New York Times reports, U.S. is giving Al-Qaeda millions of dollars. And that's the New York Times. You know, it's just treasonous act after treasonous act, and that's what Obama and his regime does all day long, 24-7. All they're about is evil. And it's just proven over and over and over again, more every day. So uh, let's go further. Okay, so continuing on, next report, Obama's middle nuclear finger to all of us. I didn't come up with a report line there, but bashes Americans on Iranian state TV. Um, it, is, it is not amazing, is it not amazing that his heinous, like his highness, his heinous, Obama the first, never misses the opportunity to commemorate or celebrate every single Islamic holiday in the world. Again, what other president's ever done this? Okay, Shia or Sunni. So Obama, Obama tapes a message broadcast on Iranian TV marking um, the Persian New Year celebration of Nowruz, and uses the occasion to promote his plan to hand Iran nuclear weapons to their mullahs and their ayatollah. He then went on to bash Americans who oppose his plan to hand them the weapons they will ultimately use on America and Israel. I mean, this guy couldn't get any more evil or treasonous if, if he tried. I Really, I don't know what more he could do. Um, a nuclear deal now can help open the door for you, the Iranian people, Obama said on TV. And the commentator says, open the door to what? Go global conquest? Nuclear annihilation? Starting a nuclear World War III to usher in their 12th, their awaited saber, savior, their 12th imam? Well, yeah, that's, that's the type of door that Obama wants to open, obviously. This petulant devil boy king, enraged at Benjamin Netanyahu's address to Congress, not only declares that the United States will reassess our relationship with Israel, but then goes, I guess because Netanyahu gave that speech, but then goes directly to the Iranians to promote his efforts to hand them nuclear nukes. This not only to a nation that promised to wipe Israel off the map, but an Islamic regime that just last week was found plotting to use nuclear weapons on the United States. And there's the, there's the link to the Washington Examiner report where they were caught doing this. But so it's so it's so um, incredibly sane and logical to hand, you know, Iran nuclear weapons or the capability to make them when they're found plotting just last week to use nuclear weapons on us. I mean, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, 
Iran has also endorsed a nuclear uh, electromagnetic pulse attack, or an EMP attack, on the United States. One nuclear warhead detonated at high altitude over the United States would black out the national electrical grid and other life-sustaining critical infrastructures for months or years by means of an electromagnetic pulse, a nationwide blackout lasting one year, according to the Congressional EMP Commission, could cause chaos and starvation that leaves 90% of Americans dead. Iranian military documents describe such a scenario, recently a, including a recently translated Iranian military textbook that endorses nuclear EMP attack against the United States. Um, thus, Iran, with a small number of nuclear missiles, can by EMP attack threaten the very existence of America and other non-Islamic-dominated nations. Yet, Obama, just last night, goes on Iranian television to promote giving their Islamic regime the very weapons they need to attack us with. In addition, Obama is considered lift, considering lifting the three decades-long arms embargo with the Iranians, um... A three decades long arms embargo the Iranians demand before any secret deal is made. <laughs> so, I mean, if he's not playing for the other team, I mean, I don't know who is. If this guy clearly isn't a Muslim acting on behalf of Muslim interests worldwide, I don't know who is. I really don't. He is the most evil president I have, I mean, ever in, in American history, this guy. He is pure, pure evil. And, I mean, it's just he gets more flagrant by the day. He doesn't have to worry about re-election. So, I, I, and I said this when he got re-elected for the second term. I mean, the gloves are really going to come off this time. As, as bad as he was the first four years, I mean, this is just... This is almost impossible to even comprehend. So he's going to lift the three decades long arms embargo with the Iranians. Um, a secret deal that the White House said they will keep secret even after the agreement is made. I'm assuming the, the um, giving them this nuclear capability. They're also on top of that going to have a secret deal where they're going to lift this three decades long arms embargo. So, I mean, this is just beyond insanity so here is the treasonous demon-possessed slime bag on iranian tv pushing his nuke deal while spitting in the face of americans for over two decades al-qaeda has been trying to acquire nuclear weapons and has enjoyed essential support from the regime in tehran oil-rich iran has no need to develop nuclear technology for peaceful purposes it has explicitly threatened to wipe israel off the map and has been and has busily been developing weapon systems capable of delivering nuclear bombs in conjunction with its uranium enrichment. It is, is it not amazing that the man who pledged to the Russians and the world that he is committed to a world without nuclear weapons and subsequently dismantled our own nuclear stockpiles is so adamant to make sure that Iran obtains and develops those very same nuclear weapons? With Obama's blessing, I might add, the sacking of Troy will not hold a candle to what Obama is enabling to happen to us and the world, meaning the Trojan horse. Um, the Obama administration won't commit to making 
the Iran deal public. So in other words, they're doing a lot of this in secret. Okay, Some details of the nuclear deal with Iran may not even be made public, a senior Obama administration said Thursday. So this is the deal I was talking about at the start of this, this part of this study for part three. The emerging nuclear deal would likely allow Iran to have up to 6,000 nuclear centrifuges for at least 10 years with easing um, uh, restrictions easing the restrictions on them over the first five. Um, <laughs> I just, this is just unbelievable. The, what a stinking devil, demon-possessed traitor. And to think this guy is the president, it, it's just so incomprehensible. I don't know... I've never seen anybody have more of a hatred for this country, for just anything good. Most pro-abortion um, senator, as far as voting record, and, and president ever that they've ever seen. Okay, And you have that as his foundation of his value system. So I guess it shouldn't surprise us that, that he is just overtly being this evil. Uh, next report. Obama threatened to shoot down Israeli jets to protect the Islamic Iran. <laughs> Just keeps getting better and better. The Bethlehem-based uh, agency, MAN, has cited a Kuwaiti newspaper report Saturday that stated, U.S. President Barack Obama thwarted an Israeli military attack against Iran's nuclear facilities in 2014 by threatening to shoot down Israeli jets before they could reach their targets in Iran. I mean, this is just, I had to really dig for a lot of these reports. There's been so many, and I've just been really, I mean, I'm just going over a little bit of them. I'm, I'm cherry-picking here. Uh, following Obama's threat, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was reportedly forced to abort the planned attack on Iran. According to Al Jarida, the Netanyahu government took the decision to strike Iran sometime in 2014, soon after Israel had discovered the United States and Iran had been involved in secret talks over Iran's nuclear program and were about to sign an agreement in regard to that behind Israel's back. So if you think that Obama's not committed to the absolute total annihilation of Israel, I hope I've swayed you in that thinking process. Because it's very, very near and dear to Satan's heart, and to Obama's black heart. The, um, and that's not a, a reference to his race. I'm saying his black heart. I don't care who it is. Um, the report claimed that an unnamed Israeli minister who has good ties with the U.S. administration revealed the attack plan to Secretary of State John Kerry and that Obama then threatened to shoot down the Israeli jets before they could reach their targets in Iran. Algerita quoted a well-placed sources as saying that Netanyahu, along with Minister of Defense Moshe Yalan and, foreign, and then Foreign Minister uh, Avigdor Lieberman, has, had decided to carry out airstrikes against Iran's nuclear program after consultations with top security commanders. According to the report, Netanyahu and his commanders agreed after four nights of deliberations to task the Israeli Army's Chief of Staff, Benny Gantz, to prepare qualitative operation against Iran's nuclear program. In addition, Netanyahu and his ministers decided to do whatever they could do to thwart a possible agreement between Iran and the White House because such an agreement is allegedly a threat to Israel's security. 
The sources added that Gantz and his commanders prepared the requested plan and that Israeli fighters trained for several weeks in order to make sure the plans would work successfully. Israeli fighter jets reportedly even carried out experimental flights in Iran's airspace after they managed to break through their radars. But again, it was all stopped because Obama said he was going to shoot the planes down if they tried. I mean, this guy is pure evil. Next report. Calling for their beheadings, a self-proclaimed arm of the Islamic State published a list of addresses purportedly belonging and now being confirmed, as we'll see in the next report, belonging to approximately 100 members of the U.S. military last Friday night, identifying themselves as the Islamic State Hacking Division. The group claimed to have obtained the personal information of military personnel, from compromised military servers, databases, and emails. And here's the report. Here, here's the actual announcement. I'm reading the actual uh, announcement. Islamic State Hacking Division, uh, Target United States Military, addresses of 100 U.S. military personnel. Praise be upon the one who follows true guidance, is how it starts out. Oh, Kafar in America, um, you who worship the cross, uh, that would be Christians, you Oh, you crusaders that fight the Islamic State, we say to you, die in your rage. Die in your rage, because with the grace of Allah, the Islamic State Hacking Division has hacked several military servers, databases, and emails, and with all of this access, we now have accessibly, successfully obtained personal information related to military personnel in the United States Air Force, Navy, and Army. With the huge amount of data we have from various different servers and databases, we have decided to leak just 100. So in other words, they have a ton more. To leak 100 of those addresses that our brothers residing in America can deal with you. In the name of Allah, the most merciful and most beneficent. <laughs> beneficent? Okay. All praise is due to Allah, the mighty, the strong, the lord of the world. Uh, you four-tongue lying devils. Um. Anyway... May blessings and peace be upon his messenger Muhammad and his family and companions as to what follows. Allah the Exalted said in Surat al-Tawa 9.123 out of the Quran, O you who believe, fight those disbelievers who are near you and let them find in you harshness and know that Allah is with the righteous. Uh, and then... Another verse in the Quran reads, Fight them, Allah will punish them by your hands and will disgrace them and give you victory over them and satisfy the breasts of the believing people. That's creepy. Anyway, and then the next thing, Oh, brothers in America, know that the jihad against the crusaders is not limited to the lands of the caliphate. It is a worldwide jihad. And their war is not just a war against the Islamic State is a war against Islam. Oh, in, in other words, we're we're the aggressors. Now, I understand we've done a lot of things in the Middle East, our own government, okay, through the military to provoke things over there. Um, um, that could be a whole other study, okay? But anyway, I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, uh, so it's a war against Islam. These kafar that drop bombs over Syria, uh, Iraq, Yemen... Kurdistan, Somalia are from the same lands that you reside in. So when will you take action? No, in other words, this, this letter is a big guilt trip to any Islamic terrorists over here that might be thinking about taking out these military personnel, which is what they want them to do. Uh, know 
that it is wajab for you to kill these kafar. And now we have made it easy for you by giving you the addresses. All you need to do is take the final step. So what are you waiting for? I'm not kidding you. I'm really reading this off this. Kill them in their own lands. Behead them in their own homes. Stab them to death as they walk on the streets, thinking they are safe. And remember that the Prophet Muhammad said, a disbeliever and a believer who killed him will never be gathered in hell together. Well, he's probably right. They won't be gathered together. I mean, um, I'm just saying if it was an unbeliever of, of let's say, an unchristian and, and a believer in Islam, yeah, they probably won't be together in hell. You're, you're right. I mean, I guess you're right about that. I doubt you're going to be together in hell. But anyway, um, it, this is just total insanity, okay, the crux of it. But this is Islam. This is, this is the, um, this is the uh, regime that Obama is doing everything he can do to arm them, train them, fund them. Um, and as we've just went over in those links that I just covered, how our government's totally funding ISIS. Uh, in the online document, names and photos accompanied addresses purporting to belong to the military personnel. And in, in informal review of the information by the blaze appeared to show matches between some names, photos, and listed on the address. Well, there must have been more confirmation because they have made another, um, they have made another announcement. Now here is, oh, this is like oh, 16 of these guys, you know, that they put up on the site, and you see their pictures, and Lieutenant Joseph William Gursky, and First Lieutenant Marcel Trot, and where they're, and they, they've, they've removed the addresses for the, um, you know, they've edited that out for the sake of posting them online, well, we have, okay, but um, all of these had addresses and everything posted with them, and there's a hundred of them. So, I mean, you know, if they were to go out and kill these hundred, I mean, you can imagine what would, what would end up happening. So, Marine, Marine Corps spokesman Lieutenant Colonel John Carwell told the Blaze in a statement that NCIS is conducting an in-person notifications to the affected Navy and Marine personnel regarding this data breach. It is recommended Marines and family members check their online social footprint, ensuring privacy settings are adjusted to limit the amount of available personal information. Uh, the Air Force said that they are reaching out to members listed in the document. The Air Force is cooperating fully with the DOD in this matter. Lieutenant Colonel Holly Slaughter said, we are talking, we are taking the appropriate steps to make sure that everyone who needs to know is notified. As always, force protection is of primary concern. In January, the social media accounts of the U.S. Central Command was compromised by Islamic State sympathizers. Hackers used Twitter. Um, to publish a list of military members and their addresses. At that time, the Pentagon contacted affected individuals and local law enforcement. Don't think that all of these are not going into a big database that are going to be made widely available um, to these Islamic terror cells when things go hot. You know, I mean, that'll be probably some of the first people they'll try to strike. And if they're not home, then they'll just kill their families, their, their, their uh, children and their wives and and they'll 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 say, well, we killed the infidel seed for Allah, and they'll think that they did some really great, wonderful work, and and you know think that they're going to have their seventy-two virgins and white-skinned boys in paradise. They're going to have a rude awakening when they plunge into hell, hellfire for eternity. But you know that's what they think. That's what they've been brainwashed into believing. What a wonderful, neat religion, I'll tell you. I don't know why I haven't signed up a long time ago. I, I mean, just such wonderful fruit. 
So next report, Army issues troops safety instructions following the Islamic State kill threat list. This is from the Washington Times. The U.S. Army has issued a worldwide urgent security awareness message to soldiers on how to protect their social media accounts and their homes from attacks by the Islamic State terrorists and other extremists. The message lists over a dozen safety steps, including to make sure um, personal... Uh, Personnel check the door people before letting people into their homes to fortify their doors, to hold family meetings on security, to greatly tone down social media postings so that terrorists do not know personal connections or daily comings and goings. The Army issued the warning on Friday in reaction to the Islamic State, also called ISIL and ISIS, published the names of 100 U.S. military personnel's targets for assassination. So that wasn't like a hoax or anything. That, that actually did happen, and they're actually issuing these, these uh, warnings now. So more headlines that I can't cover that relate to this subject. Announcement. USA Shelbyville, Tennessee terrorist camps positioned to destroy the Oak Ridge USA nuclear plants. So that's comforting. So they've got their terrorist cells right there ready to go in and destroy these nuclear plants. Okay? Um, DPS report, terrorists from ISIS and Al-Shabaab apprehended in Texas. U.S. malls on alert following threat. Next report, Tennessee terrorist camps well positioned to strike key cities. Next report, America will be trampled. Al-Aska Mosque, Sheikh, rebukes Pakistan for not launching nuclear strike to help establish an Islamic caliphate. Because, see, Pakistan is one of the only totally controlled Muslim nations that has nukes. Okay. Next report, ISIS threatens to blow up the White House, demands Middle Eastern Christians convert to Islam. Uh, and then we have more reports that kind of hit closer to home because, you know, obviously we should be treating Islam with the utmost respect and as they, as they treat us and with the utmost of a welcoming, opening, open arms type of scenario because obviously they are the, the only one true religion and they are a religion of peace and true, they do serve Satan and, and, uh, and um, adore Satan, uh, who they call Allah. But in light of that, and, and, and in that regard, we have these headlines. Um, the L.A. public schools are now teaching kids Allah is the one true God. And then the next report, Muslim students from the BDS Nazi campus movement attack American Jewish fraternity houses with swastikas. Next report, One Nation Under Allah, school pledge of allegiance in Arabic leaves out God and infuriates U.S. veterans, students, and parents as school issues apology. I can't believe the school issued an apology. What's, what's this great nation coming to? when they would apologize for such a thing. Next report, Cornell University, ISIS terrorist training coaches are welcomed on campus as long as they're fully vaccinated. Okay, I mean, we, you gotta have all the evil things lined up there. Next report, female mayor of Irving, Texas tells Islam and their Sharia law to blankety blank, so to speak. Um, and um, Texas mayor doubles down on Islamists who want Sharia in Irving. I'm not going to be bullied. So the thing is, is these devils will show up to these public meetings and try to bully. That's how Islam works. It is a progressive system of bullying until they get to the point where they actually have enough numbers where they can actually start using bullets to bully and bombs and things of that nature. 
But until they get to that point, they have to work through the legislative processes, which they don't, which they don't honor anyway. They only acknowledge Sharia law. And that's what they want to impose everywhere, that everybody be under Sharia law. Okay? These people are pure evil. Okay? And Islam is pure evil. Next report. Sunday morning church massacre. 14 Christians murdered and 75 injured by Islamic terrorist church bombings in Lahore, Pakistan. Now, again, these are just headlines from the last couple weeks that I just put in here. Uh, next report. Collect your body parts and leave. Fatah says to Israelis on anniversary of murder of 37 Israelis. Um, next report, Muslim woman sentenced to a public beating of 70 lashes for, quote, insulting a man. Oh, no. In Saudi Arabia. Oh, she, she, she insulted a man, an Islamic man? Well, she's lucky she didn't die. Uh, she got off easy with 70 lashes. Um, next report, ISIS strikes again, 137 killed, 345 injured in suicide attacks in Yemen. Um, in a Yemen mosque, the there was blood running like a river, is is the report there. Um, mosque. Then the next report: mosque blown up while Muslims cursing Jews. Next report: mob of Muslim men viciously beats, stomp, and stone an Afghan woman to death for allegedly burning in a Quran, which she didn't even do. Next report: Hindu youth brutally murdered for marrying a Muslim girl in Bihar, India. Next report: mass grave of 100 decapitated bodies unearthed following massacre by Boko Haram Muslim terrorists. Next report: Is Islam a sodomy cult that desires to bring the world into a sodomized pagan empire? Well, you're going to have to click on the link to explore that one, but yeah, I say they make a pretty good a pretty good point about that because it is a very very sick perverted devil cult. Okay, so let's go further. Um, this is the next report. Watch Obama declare that America was founded on Islam. Islam is not part of the problem in combining violent extremism. It is an important part of promoting peace, says Barack Insane. I mean, Hussein Obama. These are all quotes from him. Here's what Obama legitimately believes. He said um, in February of 2015 in Washington, Islam has been woven into the fabric of our country since its founding. That was a quote. That is an exact quote from the president um, that he told a White House news conference on countering violent extremism. If you aren't shocked by this, then you are then you are well aware of the many idiotic things he has touted regarding Islam in the past. Um, he said in June of 2009, quote, I also know that Islam has been part of America's story. Oh, Islam's always been a part of the American story. Always. Going all the way back to the Founding Fathers, the Declaration of Independence, the whole nine yards. Christopher Columbus, who was a Muslim, George Washington, who were all Muslims, and all the guys that signed the Declaration of Independence, they're all Muslims. You didn't know that? Sure. Yeah, it, it is, according to, to Barack and St. Obama. Um, Islam has always been a part of America. Uh, here's another quote praising Islam. Uh, he said this in 2014. Um, EID, the Muslim holiday, reminds us of the many achievements and contributions of Muslim Americans to building the very fabric of our nation and strengthening the core of our democracy. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I mean, true words have never, ever, ever been spoken. I, I don't know about, you know, you all, but I mean, I think it's very, very true what we're dealing with here. Let's just hear this. Here in America, Islam has been woven into the fabric of our country since its founding. Generations. 
is, this guy's totally insane. Since it's founding? Are you kidding me? The only dealings we have with them were fighting them. I mean, and I've, I've went over that information in previous studies, and that wasn't really even since the founding. That was a little bit later. It had nothing to do with the founding of this country. This guy's totally out of his mind. And he gets an ovation. Generations of Muslim immigrants came here and went to work as farmers and merchants and factory workers. Helped to lay railroads and, and, and build up America. And kill infidels. The first Islamic center in New York City was founded in the 1890s. America's first mosque, Wow. this was an interesting fact, was in North Dakota. Oh. Muslim Americans protect our communities as police officers and firefighters. And first, uh, Have you ever seen a Muslim police officer fight or fighter? Uh, <laughs> sorry, but I haven't. I mean, they probably exist, but I mean, he acts like, you know, they're just part of the... The, this, this this gigantic swath of humanity that, that occupies these these public servant positions. I mean, I, <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. Responders and protect our nation by serving in uniform and in our intelligence communities and in homeland security. And, and notice how the only religion on the planet that he has praise for is this devil death cult. Okay, it's the only one. He will not, he will degrade Christianity every chance he gets. He'll act like Christianity had nothing to do with this nation in any way, shape, or form. And I, and I understand the Founding Fathers and all that stuff in, in, in um, the Riddles in Stone, that documentary on the Freemasonic connections. And, and there was so many people that signed the Declaration of Independence that were free, Freemasons. But the thing is, is Islam had zero part to play. Christianity had a gigantic part to play. Islam had a zero part to play in the founding of this country, in the discovery of this country, in the, in the formation of anything good that this country ever brought forth. It had zero. Anything evil, yes, increasingly in recent times, evil has infiltrated this country through Islam. I'll acknowledge that all day long. And cemeteries across our country, including at Arlington. Well, like all the Muslims that fought and died in all the wars? For, for America? <laughs> yeah, right. Muslim American heroes rest in peace. Oh, Muslim American heroes? Are you kidding me? Where? And given their lives in defense. Oh, God, oh, my word. Oh, this guy's such a fork-tongued liar from the pit of hell. Of course, that's the story extremists and terrorists don't want the world to know. Of course, of course. Muslims succeeding and thriving in America. The only thing they want to bring is an Islamic caliphate. Is death to the infidel and total domination through Allah. That is Islam. Whether, whether you have a moderate or lukewarm Muslim, they're all going to have to get in line. They're all going to have to get in line and follow that ideology sooner or later. Whether that's how they feel or not, they are going to have to fall in line. And they will. Oh, they'll fall in line when they get enough numbers, if they get to that point here. Because when that truth is known, it exposes their propaganda as the lie that it is. It's also a story that every... Please, please view this in light of all the links I just read you about all the wicked atrocities that have got, they're going on all over the planet right now. 24-7!
of all of the killing and slaughter and carnage and, and, and the pedophile, the pedophilic actions of so many of these Muslims and the general mutilation of their little girls and the subjugation of the women and the raping of the women in these foreign countries that we've talked about over and over again, all of the wicked evilness. Just bear in mind all that while this fork-tongued devil is giving this wonderful expose on how wonderful Islam is and how our country would be nothing evidently without it. The American must never forget because it reminds us all that hatred and bigotry and pet prejudice have no place in our country. Oh, you fork-tongued devil. It's not just counterproductive. It doesn't just aid... Again, let's play the bigotry card for the sake of Islam. You know what? A fact is a fact and the truth is truth. I documented a ton of factual truth stories just in this last part of this teaching. None of it he could refute, but he would call it bigotry. Why? Because it's convenient and it's so easy to play that bigotry, that um, you know, prejudicial card for anybody that would dare speak out against it. Terrorists. It's wrong. It's contrary to who we are. Uh, there's, there's the fork-tongued devil-in-chief himself giving us some more pearls of, of, of satanic wisdom to uh, fuel our work week and, and our day and, and just to make our day a little bit brighter, you know? And, and, and you know, so there he goes. Um, since 2009, the website Now the End Begins has brought you the story after story in detailed accounts of exactly how Obama feels about Islam. There's a whole link to that. And how he views Christianity, which he despises, and the Bible. Okay, so it's okay for him to have bigotry and prejudice and absolute total contempt and hatred toward Christianity and the Bible. That's fine. That's not prejudicial at all, according to that fork-tongued devil. Okay, but he'll praise Islam all day long and then denigrate and condemn anyone that would bear that would even dare just speak the truth about it. Just document what are their actions. What is the fruit? So today, in light of recent events in Washington, we feel it important that you know exactly where your president stands in regard to his faith and his God being Satan. Read here uh, 20 quotes he has made about Islam and the 20 quotes he's made about Christianity. I'm, I'm going to uh, let you do that. I don't have enough time to cover all that, but there's a link to that. Nothing edited or mashed up, just exactly in the context he originally spoke them. Actually, we will be covering some of them in a, in a minute, but... These are 20, these are different ones that I'm going to be covering. Um, these are the way he originally spoke them with fully sourced links so you can see where they're coming from. If after reading this you still think he's not a Muslim, then there's something organically wrong with your ability to reason and understand simple words written on the level of sixth, sixth grade English. Uh, you may remain ignorant, but it will be willingly so. Now, I'm not speaking that to my listeners, but he's saying that to anybody that would try to refute it. Now, President Obama. Is this why you didn't go to France? This was written by a guy named Mike Gallagher. Um, and he says, it was you who on ABC News referenced my Muslim faith. Quote, okay, he was raised a Muslim. Okay, he has acknowledged that many times. It was you who gave 100 million in U.S. taxpayer funds to rebuild foreign mosques. It was you, Obama, that in the event of a conflict said, I will stand with the Muslims. Okay, where did he say that? He told us on page 261 of Dreams of My Father, okay, uh, his, his, um, one of his autobiographies, and uh, he's wrote, written to The Audacity of Hope and Dreams of My Father. 
Okay, but from dreams of my father, he told us on page 261, he said, quote, I will stand with the Muslims should the political winds shift in an ugly direction. That is what this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell said he was going to do before he was ever president. These books were written a long time ago. Okay, so um, it was you who assured the Egyptian foreign minister that, quote, I am a Muslim, end of quote. Okay, it was you who bowed in submission before the Saudi Arabian king. It was you who sat for 20 years in a liberation theology church condemning Christianity and professing Marxism. Okay, uh, it was you who exempted Muslims from penalties under Obamacare that the rest of us have to pay. It was you who purposely omitted endowed by our creator from your recitation of the Declaration of Independence. It was you who mocked the Bible in Jesus Christ's Sermon on the Mount while repeatedly referring to the, quote, Holy Quran. It was you who traveled the Islamic world, denigrating the United States of America. It was you who instantly threw the support for your administration behind the building of the Ground Zero Victory Mosque overlooking the crater of the World Trade Center. It was you who refused to attend the national prayer breakfast, but hastened to host an Islamic prayer breakfast at the White House. It was you who, and these are just a little, few of the things he's done. This is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? It was you who ordered both, both Georgetown University and Notre Dame to shroud all vestiges of Jesus Christ before you would agree to go there and speak. To shroud them? Now, granted, I'm not for some long-haired hippie freak, Sananda Emmanuel, Master Jesus, Ascended Master statue that we that we're all told this is Jesus Christ. I'm not for, but but he was told he told Georgetown University in Notre Dame that they had to shroud anything regarding Jesus Christ before he would agree to go there and speak. Oh my word! This guy's so evil. But in contrast, you have never requested that mosques you have visited adjust their decor. <laughs> this is just mind-blowing. It was you who appointed anti-Christian fanatics to your czar corpse. He's got so many Muslims in high office now, it's not even funny. It was you who appointed rabid Islamists to homeland security. It was you who said Nassau's foremost mission was an outreach to Muslim communities. He really said that. Nassau, the space agency, their foremost mission was an outreach to Muslim communities. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, but he said it. I've seen that quote. It, it was you who was an Illinois senator um, were the only individual who would speak in favor of infanticide. Basically... Death of the baby even after birth. Yeah, that's 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 Barack Obama. That's our that's our commander in chief, baby. He's the one. It was you who curtailed the military tribunals of all Islamic terrorists. It was you who refused to content condemn the Fort Hood uh, killer as an Islamic terrorist. Oh no, we can't call him that. It is you, even though he did it all screaming Allah Akbar and you know all this other garbage. It was you who refused to speak out concerning the horrific executions of women throughout the Muslim culture. It was you, when queried in India, refused to acknowledge the true extent of radical global jihadists and instead profusely praised Islam in a country that is 82% Hindu and the victims of numerous Islamic terrorist assaults. It was you who funneled 900 million in U.S. taxpayer dollars to Hamas. 
It was you who ordered the United States Postal Service to honor the Muslim holiday with a new commemorative stamp, which they have done. I've seen it in there when I, when I drop off stuff. It was you who directed our UK Assembly Embassy to conduct outreach to help empower the British Muslim community. It was you who embraced the fanatical Muslim Brotherhood in your quest to overthrow the Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak. It was you who funded mandatory Arabic language and culture studies in grammar schools across the country. It was you who follows the Muslim custom of not wearing any form of jewelry during Ramadan. He also has that ring that he wears that says something like, I don't know, something about Allah on it, that gold band that he's wore ever, like way before back when he was even in Harvard. It's a Muslim ring. I've, I've documented that before in the teachings that I've done. It was you who uncharacteristically characteristically quick to join the course of Muslim Brotherhood to depose Egypt's Hosni Mubarak, formerly America's strongest ally in North America, but remain muted in your non-response to the Brotherhood-led slaughter of Egyptian Christians. He won't, he won't say anything about the Christians being slaughtered. He thinks that's wonderful. Well, it's fulfilling Allah's agenda, right? To kill, slay the infidel. So deep down, when he hears another report about, you know, another hundred Christians being beheaded or brutally murdered or slaughtered, he's smiling from ear to ear inside, you know, or behind closed doors. He loves that. That's, that's what, that's what his, his, his father, Satan, loves. So, you know, of course, that's what he's all about. It was you who appointed your chief advisor, Valerie Jurett, who is a member of the Muslim Sisterhood, an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, so you can distribute this far and wide here. Let me look at my time here. I'm about running out of time. Um, Obama, now, I did a teaching a long time ago, right when he was, you know, getting ready to get into power here. Spell and deception of Barack Obama. I'm just going to read you the table of contents. Barack Hussein Obama is an African-American that by birth, um, um, well, half african-american that by birth and blood was a muslim for at least 27 years he still is okay obama's gr father grandfather stepfather stepbrother stepsisters um sarah who who obama calls his grandmother are all muslims okay obama is also a second 32nd degree prince hall freemason and is related to both president bush and vice president cheney and there's a link you can click on there to see the lineage. All this stuff is bloodline stuff. When you get to this level, you just don't get there by chance. It's, it's all bloodlines. His politics are rooted in Marxism and socialism. Barack Obama's top, top economic advisor, uh, Austin Goolsby, is a member of the super secret Skull and Bone Society of Yale University. Obama's main overall image advisor and foreign policy advisor is Zygmunt Brzezinski, the co-founder of the David Rockefeller Trilateral Commission. As a state legislator, Barack actively worked to preserve availability of abortion in all nine months of pregnancy. He opposed parental notification for these abortions. He opposed it. He opposed any and all bans on partial birth abortion. In his run for the U.S. Senate, Obama even asked his wife to pen a letter to Illinois voters to reassure them uh, of his commitment to fight to fighting for the right to butcher their children in the womb. It's so near and dear to his to his devil heart. Okay. Barack Obama has long supported the advance of the radical homosexuals lobby. Well, he is one. So um, Obama has supported. Uh, 
in their pursuit to destroy traditional marriage. He has supported the creation of special rights for people who engage in homosexuality for the sole purpose of putting them at the front of the line on issues of employment, housing, and litigation. You've seen what he's done with the illegal aliens, how, how they've gotten just free everything, free everything, and free pass to come in and do whatever they want. Hey, you know, he's also done that. Um, let's see here. Um... He has also solidly backed the advancement of all hate crimes legislation, which ultimately may be used to silence clergy who, who believe, according to their own convictions, that homosexual behavior is wrong and preach so from the biblical texts. This frenzy surrounding Barack Obama's U.S. presidential campaign is a little foretaste of the mindless passion that will accompany the rise of the Antichrist when he comes to the scene as, as a man of peace and a Superman problem solver. So this, and again, I wrote that was back in 2008 I wrote that. And now everything's just all even worse. And I've done I've done different teachings on him um, about the Muslim stuff. The, here's one from 8 29 2010. Here's the here's the table of contents. Obama White House and the Middle East uh, gives the um, Obama White House with a Middle Eastern flavor, meaning there's Muslim things in the White House. Obama gives your tax dollars to rebuild Muslim mosques around the world. Muslim prayers welcome at the Pentagon Chapel. Uh, then guess what? Obama signed you up to pay for Ground Zero Imam's Middle Mideast tour bill. Is sixteen thousand dollars for U.S. taxpayers. Obama, I have no regrets about supporting the construction of a New York mosque at Ground Zero. Um, and then sick sick nine eleven responders slam Obama, saying we're dying while you worry about spreading Islam and building the mosque. Um, Islamic expert Mr. Hamad, Muslims will view the construction of the mosque near 9-11 Ground Zero as a triumph over America. Um, Obama officials ties to Ground Zero Imam. It's just, it just goes on and on and on. There's another report I did. Um, okay, so just the, the table of contents for this last one. And I've talked about Obama a lot more than these. But um, this one I did on 5-22-11, I, it was covering Obama's attack on Israel and how he wanted to move um, a phase withdrawal back to the 1967 lines, the 67 border, which would be totally suicide for Israel. They, they, they would get their, their missiles in so close that they could probably go from one side of the country to the other. And so that's what Obama wants because he knows that will ensure their total annihilation. So it's a big, big deal for Obama is, is Palestinian state would draw back to the 1967 lines and to equip Iran with nukes and, and to arm ISIS so ultimately they can all go in there and make a controlled attack and annihilate the Israel Jews. It's not going to happen. Okay, Biblically speaking, it is not going to happen. Okay, um, Doesn't mean that, that Israel is saved at this point. Doesn't mean Israel's following God. Okay, But one of these days, and it's going to come near the end of the tribulation, the Bible says, I believe it's in Zechariah, where two-thirds are going to literally be destroyed. Two-thirds of Israel will be destroyed, but a third will come through the fire as silver is tried in the fire, and that they will be purged, and that they're going to look upon the one whom they pierced. Okay, the Jews, when they said, crucify Jesus, give us Barabbas the murderer, let his blood be upon us and our children, okay, they basically brought a collective curse on their society, and that has happened. That's why they've had a big reason they've had such a rough time ever since the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Now, I did this, did a whole teaching on this called, I think, the biblical reason for 
the Jews' affliction, just key in affliction in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, has nothing to do with me being against the Jews. I try to have biblical balance on the subject, okay? But the Bible says that they're going to look upon the one whom they pierced, and they're going to mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son. They're going to finally get their eyes open near the end of the tribulation, and a third of the Jews are going to be saved. But two-thirds will perish. So two-thirds will keep their backs turned on them. But there's a third... Most of them, I'm, I'm sure, are probably living right now that are going to actually get their eyes open and actually get saved, okay? And, and Israel is not going, it doesn't matter if the whole world comes against Israel. It's not going to be wiped out. There's no way it's happening, okay? So, um, uh, that, and then I've got two more links here. One of them is entitled Barack Obama, the Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, and then Barack Obama, the Wolf, part, um and his puppet masters, okay? So that's all I have for today. I got to the 23-page page document, but I'm just about out of, ooh, I'm really close to being out of total time. So I'm just going to say a quick prayer, and I will see you probably next week. So God bless you, and uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day you've given us, for all your goodness, all your mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And I pray, Lord, that you bless my listeners, Lord, that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, God, that, that you would um, just bring forth your truth, God, that you would direct us on how to pray about these things that we have covered today, God, that you would fight against them, that fight against you, that fight against the remnant, God, that, that you would teach us how to battle this wickedness and this evil that is just increasing every day, Lord God, and that we would be obedient to you in all the things that we say and do, that your name be glorified through us and that through the body of Christ, you would lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.